Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laser Focus, presented by Guy Boston Sports. Let me welcome in my wonderful co-host, Faith. Hello. Faith, we have reached the bye week. Yeah. We are eight and one, but we have reached the bye week. And so we how are you feeling about the season so far? Um, I feel like we're kind of rolling. I think we needed the loss just to bring us back to the ground, bring us back to reality a little bit, not think too highly of ourselves. Get a little motivation and kill it with the rest of these hard games the rest of the season. Well, I know, no, I mean, I can't, I know we can't call Dolphins hard, but some of these games are going to be a little difficult, so. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. They have a tough stretch, then they get to finish the season with uh, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Miami. And Buffalo, actually, today got flexed to a 425 slot on December 21st, which is a Saturday. So, that's a look, got that to look forward to. Um yeah, I, I think that they need the loss. Uh, I don't know if it's the only loss coming. I feel like in the next four games, maybe even as early as this week, they can be expecting another loss. I feel like with this, with the way the offensive line is playing, they they run the risk of having one, maybe two more losses. 15-1 and one is very uncommon, honestly. It is. 14-2 and two is, is, like, usually probably the best record in the NFL most years, right? I mean, would they really care about beating Miami, like, week 15, week 6, week 17 at the oh, end yeah, of the season? Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, That's not where I think the loss is coming from, by the way. I think it could be this week. Oh, I, don't I, think... I agree. I, I completely agree, which would be a really kick in the butt for them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so far, so far it's been a historic defense with the exception of last week. Offense has been eh. And uh, we're just praying that Isaiah Wynn can come back at left tackle and we can ship Marshall Newhouse off to, I don't know, the Canadian Football League. And yeah, it really we have, uh, we just have one more country. game left. We have one more game left. So why don't we get into our three key players of the season so far? Faith, why don't you help, Why don't you give me your first? All right. So my first is Jamie Collins. Okay. Yeah. And I know that he did have a bad game. But just looking back on some notes from our previous um, episodes, I had him as a key player almost every single week. So I just think it's fair that he would be one yeah. of the three for the season. Jamie Collins is not is actually on my list as well. Um, he's played all nine games. He's got three interceptions. He has a touchdown. He has four passes defended. He has six sacks and he has 38 solo tackles along with seven tackles for loss. And eight QB hits. Uh, I mean, he's playing out of his mind right now. So it's really difficult to to uh, decipher that. I think most of these guys on defense deserve to be on this list. But uh, I agree. Who is your number two? My number two would be Julian Edelman. Um, Ooh. Playing through injury uh, has the most targets of anyone on the goal line in the end zone. Um uh. Is scoring when he needs to and is making an impact. And I I would be a little worried without him in the offense. So I think he really kind of is carrying it a little bit. Obviously, now that Mohamed Sanu's here, that's a little different. But we've only had him for one game. So if we're judging off the whole season, Julian Edelman. Yeah, I also have Julian Edelman. He is an integral <laughs> part of this offense. I mean, just looking at the uh, reception totals, he has 90 targets at the moment, and he has 63 receptions. The next guy on this list is James White, 55 targets, 44 receptions. Yeah, um, that would be my third player is James White. James White's your third? Yeah. I have uh, a different third player, but go on he, with James um, White. As you just said, 
his stats show it. Um, he's great uh, in the passing game, and he's been carrying the run game. Sony Michelle has been nearly non-existent, like throughout this whole season. So James White's really carrying the run game, and I, of course, would love to put like maybe a, a defensive back, like corner or safety, on my number three. But there were they're all just playing so good, I couldn't really pick one. So somebody else that just stood out to me was James White. You want to know my third? Who is it? Jake Bailey. Okay. Wow. Uh, he has punted for 2,141 yards this season. He's punted 48 times, and his longest punt was 63 yards. He is able to pin pin teams back. And, uh, I mean, the field posi- the crap field position that we are able to hand other teams because of him is really unbelievable. You know, Faith, as you said, maybe it should be Stefan Gilmore on this list. But, you know, looking back, a team that punts a lot needed a big uh, needed a good punter, and it seems to be it seems to be worth it that we traded up to get him in the draft. Oh, I completely agree with the fact that he's like been the game changer. Like, keep when you're able to pin somebody season. in the five, I think that's game changing. Um, so why don't we go around the league? Because while well, the Patriots didn't play, the rest of the league did, and there was really crappy football this week. Wouldn't you agree? I I I. I don't know. I know what you mean, but it was like opposite week, so it wasn't kind of like bad football. It was kind of awesome. Like the underdogs are pulling through. That's how I felt. I don't even know if I can put Kansas, uh, Tennessee on the on the level of an underdog, but we'll get to them anyway. Let's start off with Thursday night football: Chargers at Raiders. Uh, Raiders win that twenty six twenty four. They are the sixth seed right now, and I just still don't feel like they're a real threat. <laughs> That's yeah, no, I don't think. I mean, you does. have Pitt- you have Pittsburgh, which who thought about that? But I mean, not much to say about that game. Close game. Um. Anyway, let's get to Sunday. Lions at Bears. Bears win that twenty to thirteen. Mitch yeah. Trubisky has three um, passing touchdowns. Yeah. So you know. This was kind of a must-win, I feel like, for the Bears. Definitely. Matthew Stafford wasn't playing. They had a good opportunity, and they they completely. Yeah, and we found out, we found out like, 8 a.m. Sunday morning that Matthew Stafford wasn't going to play. Yeah, he had ended a streak of, like, 130-something. Yeah, I believe that was the start. longest in the NFL up until yeah, that point. Was. Yeah, Uh But, you know, that is a big win for the Bears. They're now 4-5. and five. That division is really tight. Uh, with the exception of the Packers. I don't know if the Bears really have a shot here, but we'll see. Yeah. Ravens at Bengals. Ravens win that 49-13 to go 7-2. And and the only only thing I want to talk about from that game is that Lamar Jackson spin move because it was a disgusting blowout. I have to say, I know this was against the Bengals, but I think the Ravens are the real deal. And I think... And I am a li- I am slightly. I am worried. slightly worried too. The Patriots need and to host Jackson them. And Lamar Jackson is underrated, and he is a great athlete. Whether you think that he has good football mechanics or not, he's going to be the best athlete on the field, and that's very difficult to go against. 
I disagree that he's the best athlete on the field. I think that's a really subjective term. He's good at running, For and he's off, more of a meh passer. Offense, he is. On their entire offense, he is. I think Mark Ingram's a, a tremendous athlete. I think Lamar Jackson's a tremendous athlete. But I think if you look at their different skill sets, it, it's different. Moving on. Bills at Browns. Browns win that game nineteen sixteen, And just like that... The Bills are now two games behind in the AFC East. You thought there was a little bit of competition, and then you go lose to the Browns. I'll say good win for Freddie yeah. Kitchens. He's now has three career wins. Yeah. Didn't um, totally suck. I, how I felt about okay, what can could you just t- could can you see the Browns record? Yeah, it's three and six. So three and six. Uh, I. I mean, what's the? Are they going to go ten no, six? No, like, they're not no. making the playoffs. No, but it was like I think that it's probably a nice little boost for them to beat a team that's supposed that's supposed to be good. You know? Oh yeah, no, this will be their defining win of the season, which is a joke. Yeah. Panthers at Packers. Packers win that twenty four sixteen. And can I just say, with this game, it was really un. It was really unbelievable to watch the Packers. Such a storied team that plays at, you know, a very historic place, Lambeau Field, against really like a disgusting, like, expansion team in the Panthers. It was like, it was a weird paradox all day. It's like, it's like caviar and like, I don't know, like crawfish in the same meal. It was very, very odd. Faith, what do you think about the game, though? Yeah, um... I obviously there's reports going around that Cam Newton isn't going to be in 2020. I think that's going to be, I just want to point this out. I think that's going to be a big mistake. I don't think Kyle Allen is a great quarterback. That's going to be able to be good with this team. And I think Cam Newton is good. And I think if they were to get rid of him, that would be so stupid. And that is just what stuck out to me with like, these I think the, I weekend, think Cam but... Newton is injury prone at this point. He seems to always be hurt. How are his throwing mechanics? We haven't seen him in practice. We've barely seen him play this season, and he's always hurt. So, if you can get something for him, I don't. I don't think Kyle Allen's the worst option. We'll see. We will we'll see. see that. I think that'll I think be an he'll interesting go thing. somewhere else and they'll regret um, it, and he'll be killed. But the it, Packers so. are. Well, I've heard Chicago, which wouldn't be an awful place because that offense would run around him. Uh, anyway, Miami. Anyway, can you imagine? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I can sorry. imagine Mitch Trubisky being a backup quarterback where he should be. Yes, absolutely. I can imagine that. Anyway, I was actually saying, can you imagine him in Miami? Is what I was saying. No, I don't think he would fit with that offense, but that would be a cool story. Um, honestly, I don't. I don't even know that he's better than Sam Darnold at this point. Um. That's a stretch. That is a complete stretch. I really, I, th- I like Sam Darnold. Adam Gase is ruining him. Anyway, Packers are eight and two. Moving on. Oh, this is a real humdinger. Falcons at Saints. Falcons win this twenty six to nine. This has some serious playoff implications. The Saints are now. This is unbelievable. The Saints are seven and two. Teddy Bridgewater. Here no, you come. no, no, that no, that was a complete joke. That was a I do not endorse joke. that, but I, I knew the saints are so breakable. 
I don't know what it is. They can't win in the clutch. They can't win. Like, like I, I just don't understand. They never can get to the Super Bowl. They, they They've never had win horrible in the big luck games. the last two years. And one was a completely blown call. It's the past, like, five times, Justin, they've been in the playoffs. They win. They lose off garbage plays. Okay. I think. And then they play like this in big games. I don't this understand. This is a big game when you play the Falcons. You're right, game. it is a division game, and that's exactly why I'm saying this is a fluke, and they're still going to be the, you know, probably two or three seed. They may not get a bye because of this, but they're probably going to be the two seed. They're, I don't know, do they play uh, Green Bay this year? I think they do. Um, Giants at Jets. Jets win that 34-27. Not much to say on this. Two and eight, two and seven. Daniel Jones yeah. against Sam Darnold. No. I mean, two bad quarterbacks. Really? Two bad. Teams. Really? No, that both of the quarterbacks are half decent. I think. I don't know. I think they're both being ruined. I when when it, when a quarterback comes into situations like this, it never. Oh, they're ends definitely good. ruining That's... ruining Sam Darnold at probably the second fastest pace in the league. I mean, nobody can beat Freddie Kitchens and uh, Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. I don't think that Pat Shermer is completely ruining Daniel Jones. Well, moving on, Cardinals at Bucks. Uh, Bucks win that thirty to twenty-seven. Yeah, clear. I mean, I still don't think James is Winston is a real quarterback. I just don't. And what are the two? What are the two? Uh, Cardinals are three, six, and one, and the Buccaneers are three and six. Okay, so very equal teams. What I, that's what I was about to say. I just wanted to see what their records were compared to each other. So very, very equal teams. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not much to say. I mean, two mediocre teams. Neither are going to make the playoffs. Really, no implications. Two but... teams that have sucked for a long time. I mean, the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Oh, many years. Were in the NFC Championship five years ago, but the Bucks were good. I think. Three or four they seasons. Didn't even, ago, I don't they even know if they made the playoffs. Good. Yeah. Season, air quotes. But... Good. Um, yeah. Anyway, got to get to the real shocker of the week: Chiefs at Titans. Titans win that game, thirty-five, thirty-two. I was Again, watching this is that Bill game. Bill Belichick, praying. disciple that is winning a game. This is this is all part of the master plan. I'm sorry, Faith. Continue. <laughs> yeah, I had a great time watching this game. Um, I was really hoping. That it would have this outcome. Uh, Ryan Tannehill turned into Superman. So explain that to me. But yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, Dolphins the guy that blocked the kick. The guy that blocked the kick too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this this game is more about how the Chiefs defense gave up 35 points to Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans. What are you going to do on the road when you come here to the, to the Patriots? <laughs> Yeah, uh, thirty-five points to Tennessee. They're not as good. They're not. They're five, as good. Tennessee's five and five. They're not even. They're average. The Chiefs had their shot last year, and they didn't take it. We took it away from them, and it's it. It's not. And they mean again. they're still going to be in the playoffs, so they're just not going to have a bye. Currently, the Buffalo Bills would go to the Kansas City Chiefs on Wild Card Weekend. That's awesome. Um, Next up, Dolphins at Colts. Dolphins win that 16 to 12. Now, we should mention that Jacoby Brissett is hurt and Brian Hoyer played. 
And uh, Brian Hoyer sucked. is, of course, their backup. He absolutely sucked. He was not great. Uh, Dolphins are now on a two-game winning streak under Brian Flores. Um, so, Bengals are uh, in the running for the number one pick. Oh, they are. They they are the only winless team in the NFL. They have the number one pick in hand right now if they <laughs> lose out. But they do have to play the Dolphins week four, week 16. How many? Yeah, week how much 16. money do you think tickets for that game will be? $10? I think the game's in Miami. I'm not positive, though. I'm going to look at yeah, look, I don't, I don't know. Get back to us on that. Let's talk about the uh, Steeler. Uh, let's talk about the Rams. Steelers, Steelers win that seventeen twelve. Rams and Steelers are both now five and four. Um, really? Yeah, uh, the Steelers are the seven seed in the playoffs right now. They have a real shot to make the playoffs in the in the wild card seed. Um, but I think that the bigger story here is Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph has done very, very well as the starting quarterback for this team. Faith, do you think he's a, a viable starter next year? I do. Now, um, quickly, there are tickets available to this um, Miami Dolphins versus Cincinnati Bengals game for $20. So let me just yeah, mention that. Low. I mean, those are nosebleed seats, but if you want nosebleed seats at Gillette Stadium, you're paying at least 75 or $80. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, Vikings Cowboys Sunday Night Football just feels like the Cowboys. You can go to the to the Cincinnati Bengals versus New York Jets at Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio, for seventeen dollars. I'm sorry, that is a joke. All right, sorry, I'm done. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm back. Well, I mean, when Marvin Lewis leaves, that that goes uh, there goes your franchise, right? Anyway, Vikings at Cowboys. Vikings win that 28-24. Cowboys usually show up on Sunday Night Football. This was a bit of a shock. I loved it. No, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The Vikings are good. The Cowboys never come in the clutch. I loved it. I was rooting for the Vikings. I wanted the Cowboys to lose. I hate the Cowboys. Had a great time. Great fourth quarter of this game. It was very good. Yeah, I, I think it was a crime the way that the offense for the Cowboys was called at the end of this game. Um, don't look now, though. Vikings are 7-3 and three and the sixth seed in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the Cowboys are 5-4. and four. I'm still confident they'll win that division because the Eagles... Um, yeah, the Eagles are also 5-4-ish. and four ish. Oh, yeah, the Eagles are 5-4, and four, actually. Um, okay, Monday Night Football, Seahawks at 49ers. 27-24 yeah. in overtime. He, uh, Seahawks win that. Jimmy G gets his first loss of the season in San Francisco. And Seattle had three possessions in overtime. Yep, so the 49ers aren't undefeated. It's all I ever wanted. Um, I have been calling it Super Bowl Patriots versus either Seahawks or Saints, and I still think that is a possibility. Against the Seahawks? Mm-hmm. So you think the Seahawks are going to win that division? Yeah, I think it's a possibility, yeah. there There is a possibility. Um, the 49ers have to play, of their next seven games, they play five teams with winning records. 
and uh, three or four of them are like six or seven win teams. I believe they have to play Green Bay. I believe they have to play New Orleans. Um, I think they, they have to play. They have to play some really really good teams. So we'll see how that goes for them. I'm still confident that they'll get a bye. I still think they're going to win that division, but Seattle might catch them. Any faith? Any final thoughts on this week before we look ahead? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, it was I like we said it was opposite week. Um, I got screwed in our pick'em because so did I. None of this was expected. I did and, take uh, the Seahawks though over the 49ers, and as I was watching overtime, I was like, "Oh, I can just enjoy overtime as a football fan because uh, the uh, 49ers or the Seahawks were plus six and a half. So even if they scored, it wouldn't. Have, even if uh, the 49ers scored, it wouldn't have mattered." Um. But looking ahead next week, Patriots go to Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where there is that ugly banner and that ugly statue of Doug Peterson and Nick Foles. Yeah, I hope it's some motivation. This better be some motivation. I will say this might be the game they lose. This might be the other game they lose. I don't think they're going to lose off a bye, but they might. This this is the toughest this is the toughest game left of the seat on their I schedule. Just... It's also a lot of the same guys, and I know I never want to say this about a football team, or especially the Patriots, but it might haunt them. It really might haunt them. It might haunt them, but I hope that ugly, ugly banner is motivation. That one singular banner is motivation. You should have had seven. I mean, you can argue you should have had like nine or ten, but you should have absolutely won that Super Bowl. Your Your quarterback threw for a record number of yards. And I don't think that Bill Belichick's completely forgiven on that uh, for sitting Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler was benched. I will never forget it. I was there. I saw green confetti fall from the sky. It was the worst day of my life. Disgusting. It was disgusting. The fans of Philadelphia, awful. The city. They ate horse shit off the ground. Awful. They they ate horse shit. Are they going to have a riot if they beat the Patriots? Like, are they greasing the polls again? I wonder. <laughs> well, anyway, we will have to wait and see. Uh, you can come back. Up. You can come join us next week, and we'll recap that game. But until then, have a great weekend and enjoy this game. <laughs>